1: work hard for your money for the next hour you're going to learn how to keep what's yours capital advisory group presents keep what's yours here is josh gilbert and jeff Sufal.
0: hello and welcome to keep what's yours with jeff Sufal. i'm josh gilbert sitting here with jeff Sufal, senior tax strategist and wealth advisor with capital advisory group hello jeff hey happy saturday and we are talking taxes on a saturday afternoon i always yes. say this. raise your hand if you pay taxes i do i do
2: who's who's still doing their tax return because the extensions are due monday yeah Woo! yeah, yeah. <laughs> who's still doing taxes
0: uh everybody has to pay taxes yes and it's up to you to figure out am i going to try to learn the tax tackle code it. yes and tackle it myself or am i going to call jeff zufall at Capital Advisory Group, who knows the laws inside and out, who knows the updated laws, who can tell you there are ways to keep more of your money. That's what we do on this show. That's why it's called Keep What's Yours. That's exactly why. And Jeff, let's be honest. They put things in the tax code
2: for the super rich. Yes. Sure. That they do. They got their own little section out there.
0: Yeah, it's not even a little section. Well, it's
2: kind of a big section, but... (laughs) The biggest
0: section for the super wealthy and the corporations... But they've also thrown us a bone as well. There's a
2: little section for us. But the problem is, yeah. Nobody knows where that section is and how it applies to your tax return.
0: Like if I wanted to read the tax code, I guess I could just go on the Internet. You could. And find it.
2: IRS.gov. It will uh, 15 minutes, I almost guarantee. It's the only thing I guarantee you. Uh, 15 minutes, you have, your eyes will roll back in your head and you'll oh, start yeah. falling asleep. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You know, I'm sure you go down to the library, maybe they have a a copy, but it's... Uh,
2: They used to, at least pieces of it, but you had to go to the main one, I think it was over off Lindbergh.
0: Oh, really? Yes.
2: Back before internet days that we knew how to use the internet to our advantage, you usually had to go over there to pull technical stuff and make copies of it. Um, Wow. That goes back way back.
0: I just made an assumption that the library had it, but they actually they absolutely
2: did. Yeah, you used to be able to get uh, from the library, you could go get any tax forms you ever needed. Every every tax season they had the big brochure, you know, the the packets or whatever you want to call them on the walls where all the different forms or yeah. the standardized forms were out there. I don't think they do that anymore.
0: But that is the extent of what the federal government did for us when it yes. came to telling us what's in the tax code.
2: Here's the forms. Good luck filling yeah. them out. <laughs> yeah. Good luck.
0: You're on your own. Uh, we don't have time or bandwidth for that. They yes. don't even have enough employees at the As IRS we said today. They do not to keep uh, to yeah. answer the freaking phones. Phones. Yes. <laughs> I mean, you call the IRS, uh, and it's like trying to get a hold of somebody at Facebook. It's just. It's not, worse. It's worse. It's worse. It's worse. Yes.
2: So the girls in our office will two days a week. Um, that's their thing. Eight a.m. They just. It's start, just start dialing. They get in get two lines going. You are a hundred and fifty. Doesn't even line. say that. It just gives you some really funny music, and you sit there and wait. Yeah. And typically, about uh, one will start eight, give or take eight fifteen ish. Um, usually, the phone will time out three hours, kicks you out. Oh, my God. And then you just call back. Well, then then they just – they'll quit, and they'll try it the next, yeah. either Tuesday, Thursday, going forward.
0: <laughs> what a mess. I mean, this is this is the, the federal function of collecting taxes. Yes. This is our money. This is how we pay for roads and bridges and
2: – And all the – everything.
0: And everything. And uh, they don't even have the common courtesy to answer our phone calls but when we not, call in. I
2: don't think it's really common courtesy. It is the people that you do talk to. When you do get somebody on the phone, they're overloaded. I mean, they literally – um, the, the, what they call the taxpayer advocate group, literally, I think that was in January of this year, quit taking on new clients. So that's, if you did your return yourself, you have an issue, you reach out to the taxpayer advocacy group, which is supposed to be for the people. Um, they'll say, sorry, we're full. Yeah, we're full.
0: <laughs> and that, that is just, uh, you know, you complain about the IRS and, and taxes and everything, that's my biggest complaint is that uh, they don't have the bandwidth exactly. to help us to when help. we need help. Yes. So they've left us no other option than to go out and find a Jeff Zufall Yes. to do it for us. Exactly. Because, you know, maybe if they did that that five-by-seven
2: card. Postcard, yeah. Postcard <laughs> in the mail, um, you know,
0: oh, your taxes will be easy. You just check a couple boxes That's and right. send the postcard send back. Send it
2: on its way. With a big, giant check to go along with oh, it. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Don't forget the check.
0: That will never no, come to life.
2: It will never, never.
0: It will never do it. And let's let's be honest, you know, Jeff is not um, going to D.C. and lobbying no, 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 no. the Congress people to make the tax code as, as confusing as possible. But H&R Block is. Yes.
2: And they have a, a, I'll admit, it's lobby groups. The lobbyists are pushing the issue. Um, there'll never be a flat tax. I just, it'll never happen. There's too much money. Again, follow the money. Yeah. Uh, there's too much money in H&R Block and, uh, you know, Liberty Tax Group and all these people that are pushing. Every time the IRS puts a ruling out, uh, it used to be where that uh, uh, every tax preparer had to take at least a minimum competency – I can't say that word – competency test. Yeah. Um, that's, that's perfect for our industry. Um, IRS put it out there. We even signed up, paid the fee. H&R Block was able to come kill it. Kill um, it. Yeah. Because they said that the IRS cannot make uh, rules or laws; they just have to interpret the tax law.
0: So the IRS says we want tax preparers to have a bare minimum. Just bare minimum. I mean competency yeah, to be to able know to know what one and one is two. Yes. And an H and R block comes in and says, nah, "We don't." And want they, that. they blew it out of the water. Yeah, as we it dropped. We want to hire seasonal people. Yeah, exactly. Off the street, yep. you know. Exactly. So. To come in and do these t- and just push the papers around. Yeah.
2: So welcome to the uh, lobbyist groups of America. <laughs> and, and that,
0: I mean, it's a shame. And yeah. you know, you can be outraged at it. I, I am, but I have come to terms with it. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it's because I'm jaded, or maybe it's because <laughs> you know, you realize that the way it, of the it world.
2: It is. It is what it is. Can't. So. You're not going to stop it. So. So
0: you just have to uh, kind of swallow with it, it yep. and say, look, yeah. there are things out there that we can take advantage of to keep a little bit more of our money. It might just take a little bit out of my pocket up front exactly. to call to Jeff and say, I want to hire you, Jeff, to take a look at my finances, to take a look at my taxes. Uh, not only do the tax preparation, the tax strategy, but while I'm here, let's do wealth advising as exactly. well. Exactly. And that's what you guys do at Capital Advisory Group. And we're just being honest with you. If taxes could be on a postcard and- It would we, be awesome. It would be awesome. And Jeff <laughs> yeah. would be out of a job.
2: I'd be out of a job. That's okay. We'll do wealth <laughs> advising. but well, You can
0: still do the wealth advising. But even
2: my own personal tax return takes forever and ever and ever right. to do. And I'm usually the last one I file. Like the extensions are due Monday. I'll have mine done by Monday, 5 o'clock-ish. Yeah. Waiting um, up to the wire because yeah. it's tough. It's, but it's, it's tough. It's, but it's, and I know it's no fun because I've got to personally do one myself. For a business, or a couple of businesses, and personal. Yeah. So it becomes ridiculously stupid, but it's a necessary
0: evil. And you specialize in small businesses. Yes. So if you're a small business owner out there and not only need help with your taxes, but need maybe a a financial audit. Where am I bleeding money? Exactly. Uh, Where's it coming in? Where's it going out? How can we make this a little bit more profitable?
2: We see more small business owners show up, and basically they're living off of their bank accounts. Are there bank statements like, hey, I'm profitable because I got 500 bucks in the bank? But if we really do the big picture, and I say do the, a profit and loss with a balance sheet, all of a sudden they realize, hey, I'm losing money in these categories. That's what we do Yeah, is actually walk you through it. Um, it would take a little bit to build kind of the, if you would never had a profit-loss statement generated for your business, but you need to know where your numbers are. You need to know where you're spending money, where, where maybe you could spend more money and, and double your money. Um, yeah, that just needs to be done.
0: And and you don't know every industry, but you can see a flower shop, a farmer, exactly. uh, a, a restaurant tour, uh, a bank, and they can come and bring your stuff. And you can say, look, uh, it, when it comes to distribution, you're losing money. When it exactly. comes to shipping, you're you're uh, making money. When it comes to supply chain, all that you can say, this is where you're making money and losing money. Yeah. And then it's up to them to figure yeah, it out. they've got to go back. This is their business.
2: Yeah. They know their thing. They'll go back and adjust what and they make have adjustments. to. And then we'll uh-uh. go from there. And then maybe six months, three months down the road, we'll sit back down again. Do it all over again. And again, not that this is a push for QuickBooks, but, I mean, a lot of people use – you could use a spreadsheet too. Um, we do that on smaller businesses, but typically once business gets – I'll say more than maybe 30, 40 Certain transactions a, a month. Bit more help. You go to QuickBooks and then you go from there. And, yeah. it's, and it's great once you know how to where to put the numbers in QuickBooks. So, so
0: if you're a small business and you want a, a kind of a financial audit just yeah. to see, am I bleeding money somewhere? Exactly. Jeff can do it. You know, if it's, if it's a shipping issue, well, it's up to you to yeah. fix the, it.
2: Your industry, you yeah. know what the, the – and you can go Google what the norms are within yeah. that industry. You may be high, low, and, and everybody has a reason. You yeah. Know. But at least you, but, now yeah. you know. You know where, exactly where you sit. Where,
0: exactly. do, where have I sprung a leak? <laughs> well, over here. And exactly. And you know, you can go and patch that part up exactly. on your own. So Jeff can do that for you. And even when uh, just a little guy like me with with taxes, uh, a dual income, exactly. we've got a small baby, mm-hmm. we've got a rental property, you know, you help us figure that out exactly. as well. Sit and down,
2: kind of put the, the strategy, the game plan together and go from there.
0: I always tell this personal story. Um, you have set us up with an LLC. You have found uh, a way that my wife can start putting money away tax-free into an account that pays for our son's schooling. Yes. So we are keeping 1200 bucks and hopefully this year we double it and we keep 2400 bucks. Exactly. Uh, but it is financial planning month. October <clears throat> is financial planning month. Yes. And that's because open enrollment normally comes down at yeah. this point. <laughs> we got the packet in the mail for my wife's work. Yes. Uh, so we'll <laughs> have to crack that folder open and just see what's inside and most likely, we'll be giving you a call, Jeff, yes. <laughs> because we'll say, "Well, you know, even my HR department is having trouble explaining this stuff to us.
2: They they know it, but they don't know the technical application to the individuals." Yeah.
0: So, uh, long story short, the federal government, our Congress people have written into the tax code a couple of uh, bones for us to yes. take advantage of. Take
2: advantage of them and run. <laughs> but
0: they never told us about it, so it's up to Jeff Zufall, Senior Tax Strategist and Wealth Advisor with Capital Advisory, to incorporate those things into our own personal lives. 636-394-5524. We all have tax liabilities in some shape or fashion, but if there's a way for me to to keep legally some of that money. reduce it, legally reduce my tax liabilities, yes. whether it's for my small business or for my personal taxes. Why not take advantage of it? Yes, six three six three nine four five five two four, and I'll, I'll just tell you, um, you know, keeping twelve hundred bucks, uh, you know, after we paid you to do our taxes and kind of help us out, we're still in the black. Yes, you know, you're with, buying lunch <laughs> with the savings. Yeah, I'll buy you lunch. <laughs> I you know, I, I could buy you lunch every week for the for the rest of the year with the amount of money that we were able to sock away. Uh, just don't tell my wife that I spent it all on that's all right. on burgers.
2: Yeah, that's all right.
0: <laughs> it is. Keep what's yours with Jeff Sufal. Got a bunch of stuff to talk about today. Uh, losses. Are you looking I mean it's financial planning month when you look at your your balance sheet and your in your stock portfolio do you have any losses there
2: everybody pretty much anybody that says oh look we made money um, I'd like to know what you're investing in seriously yeah. um, across the market and this isn't a plug to sell the run or anything just across the market uh, this equity markets have been hammered bond markets. Um, typically, if the equity markets or the stock markets getting hit, you go and hide in bonds, and you write it out. Bonds are down anywhere between 12 and 15 percent. It's a weird time. It's and a really weird time.
0: Another topic we're going to talk about: inflation. Yes. It's a weird time because uh, we are in a recession, but uh, it don't look like a normal recession. Yeah,
2: on the cover, it doesn't, but it's it's coming. Um, yeah. But again. So anybody that's opened a, a brokerage statement, looked at your 401k, whatever the the, the, the account is, um, looking at the losses won't make them any smaller. <laughs> yeah.
0: So we'll tell you kind of um, what to do about that without giving out any uh, very specific advice of which <laughs> stocks to, to cut yes. free. But, you know, here's here's an overview of, of what to do about your losses. We'll talk inflation um the the fed meets coming up uh i bonds it's all in this show oh and your mileage rates are you counting your mileage for a tax write off there you gotta keep (laughs) track of it because the last thing you want to do is go in next uh april and say hey jeff i've got some mileage that i want to (laughs) take okay well let me see your documents well i just kind of have some fat finger numbers yeah Mm -hmm. no that's not gonna do it for you no 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 it is keep what's yours the only show that i know of called Keep What's Yours that That's right.
1: <laughs>
2: talks taxes on a
0: Saturday on the big 550 KTRS where we can tell you that there has to be somewhere in your life that money's going out when it doesn't necessarily yes. have to. Yes. Just about everybody that comes to you and brings two years of tax returns, a couple of paycheck stubs, you can eyeball it and say, well, you know, we could do this right here. Yeah. and that'll, that'll At least be- a
2: couple options.
0: Save you a couple hundred bucks.
2: Yeah. And then there's other people we sit down and it's literally, I mean, it sounds stupid, but the numbers are in the thirty, forty thousand dollars 40000 a year.
0: A um, year. Yes. Yeah. I want to be uh, in that tax yes. bracket. where. <laughs> but to think of all, uh, you know, if I can save $30,000 in taxes, how much am I actually paying? A lot. A lot. <laughs> you know, I'd gladly pay a higher tax rate if I meant uh, if that meant I was bringing sure, in a million yeah, dollars. Exactly. Yeah. My net would be positive. Yes. Um, yes. So... Half Jeff, take a look at your stuff six three six three nine four five five two four. Not a person out there, I don't think, couldn't benefit from just at least having a sit down, take a look, and saying you know where if we can
2: help you. We'll lay it out. If we can't, it's pretty straightforward. And this I'd is love to do your taxes, you know, but we can't really save you anything.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is the time of year to to really take a, a yes. G. This is now because you've got three more months left, two more months left. Mm-hmm. Uh, to kind of fix things
2: Yes, if before. there is any issues You do have two months to fix yeah. it
0: uh, And you have a couple of months To jam some more money into your yes. 401k Yes. So we'll get into all of that Just around the bend It's Keep What's Yours with Jeff sufall Do you pay taxes? Well, then you better open your ears Because we'll be here talking straight to you Right after this
1: Keep What's Yours continues With Josh Gilbert and Jeff sufall.
0: The Big 550 KTRS back on Keep What's Yours with Jeff Zufall, and we talk taxes every week, and we're going to talk what to do, make how to make peace with your losses. And I brought to you uh, a tax, uh, not a tax loser, but a stock loser. Um, last time we chatted, and my wife stepped in, and she said, I want to keep it. So yes. I wanted to dump it, but uh, we'll get into that in just a second. I do want to mention this. It's October is financial planning month. I got we got paid here at the Big 550 yesterday, Jeff. Woohoo. And I just want to I you know, I never looked at the stub. Yes. You know, I you have to. I picked up my paycheck yesterday. I wanted to bring it in today to kind of go over this with you. You have to look at your stub because it really is. it does tell you everything.
2: Everything. Yes. I never knew
0: that all of this stuff was on there, my Medicare tax, my Missouri state income tax, my social security, my federal um, yes. What's going into my insurance? What's going into my 401k? So, uh, stunned to find out how much uh, is actually being taken out. But, yes. you know, I look on here, 250 of that is going to my 401k. Exactly. If 30 years from now, I'll be thanking exactly. myself. Exactly.
2: Hopefully, that 250 is worth 750. Yeah. And you're like, thank you.
0: <laughs> 30 years from now. So, my question is uh, I'm looking on here, year to date 401k. Uh, my. Personal situation is that we are um, kind of divested in a, a number of different things. and you should be. Yes, you should be. should be. Look so. at,
2: think of it under the bucket theory, and the bucket theory is you have a bu- each bucket does its own thing or it has its own purpose, and that's the that's the beauty of it. We see people that put their head down, they jam everything into their four hundred one ks. Yes, they have millions of dollars, but All it is is in their 401k. That's it. Yeah. So,
0: so I've got some in a 401k. I've got some in a Roth. Yeah. I've got some in a a condo down in Gulf Shores that we rent out. So it's kind of like a you know a little side. Did you dodge the bullet on? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mm -hmm. And uh, I've got some in a brokerage account. After taxes, we we bought some stocks. Yep. Exactly. So I'm we're divested in certain places, but I'm looking at here year to date in my 401k. I put in five thousand dollars. Exactly. So, a uh, financial planning month October is. I'm looking at that and I'm thinking to myself, well, didn't Jeff say that that you could put up to how much a year?
2: Twenty thousand five hundred dollars is your contributory side.
0: And if I, uh, let's just say I make more money than I do. Uh, I don't. <laughs> Full disclosure, mm. I don't. Um, but let's say I make more money than I do. I look at my my October statement and I say, oh, well, I've only put
2: $5,000 in. I can spend the next two months. You could put 100% of salary in for the next two months. Jamming it yes. in there. Yeah, you'd have to function with no no money. To I, put I wouldn't food have any money. Table, right. But, yeah. I'd have
0: to figure that out. Yeah. I mean, that that's all about budgeting. That's yes. like, you know, I can go home to my wife and say, let's budget. And find out how much we need for the next two months so that I could take the leftover and just jam it into my 401k.
2: It's the only way that money can get in there is through that paycheck. Through a paycheck. I can't
0: say, well, you know, it's December 25th. It's Christmas Day. I'm going to open up. Well, you know, we actually have a lot of money in my checking account. Can I write a check to my 401k? The answer is no. No. <laughs> the answer is no, you can't. You can only do it as a function coming yes. out of your paycheck. It
2: has to come through payroll.
0: And that's part uh, you know, the federal government has given us this gift of a 401k. Exactly. There's a bunch of positives in there. Uh, but the negative is you have to work. Yeah. And you have to you do have it as to, part of your
2: paycheck. As your pay comes in. Now, if you get bonuses towards the end of the year, you could allocate part of that bonus to your 401k or all of that bonus to your 401k. Um, and even if you go over the $20,500 threshold and you're over the age of 50 mm-hmm. or 49 and a half, um, you get to do an additional $6,500 as a catch-up provision.
0: Because they're like, well, why don't you make up for lost time? Yeah. I didn't get started until my mid-30s. Yeah. So I'm going to need some extra help.
2: Yeah. So when you hit basically the year in which you turn 50, um, you get to start jamming that in there an extra 6500 And if you can do it great, that's $27,000 a year. That you'd be putting in towards retirement.
0: And like I said, I have uh, some different buckets that I'm putting money in. So, you know, I'm not maxing out my 401k because I want to put it a little here, a little there, a little here. But uh, I realize, you know, it's October, financial planning month. I look at my paycheck stub and I realize I got a lot more wiggle room go. when it comes to yeah. my 401K. Do you ever recommend, you know, oh, I'm doing 10% and then, you know, it gets to a point this late in the year. Why don't you jump in and jam it up to 15%? So here's
2: here's our theory on this. <clears throat> we do that on an annual basis. And the trick is is if you're doing 5%, 2%, whatever the case, the theory is don't try and jump it unless you get like some type of a bonus check at the end of the year and it's kind of on a side out of mind. They just come along next year or January 1 and raise it by a percent or 2 yeah. percent and and continue that continuous out-of-sight, out-of-mind and uh, monthly regular contributions. Because you'll
0: never notice 1 yes. percent coming out of your paycheck. And it's slow
2: but steady is and, the concept versus some people go, oh, I'm going to do 20 percent. And 30 days later, they call us back and go, I can't do it because I'm short paying bills yeah i, I get that
0: I mean, I mean i don't even notice the the six exactly. percent that's coming out but yeah. if i jumped it up to seven i'd be socking more money exactly away. and then you Future wait josh up. yeah will be you know He'll super happy like about even about more it. <laughs> and present josh doesn't even notice it yeah exactly. and then the next year
2: make it seven make it seven then the, next the year, year after eight. eight or maybe do it in two percent yeah. increments and it'll get to a point where in ten
0: years from now man honey I'm not making that much money, <laughs> and then I realize, oh, that's right. I'm working jamming for it. pennies. Yeah, yeah I'm
2: <laughs> jamming it into my 401k. And that's the theory. Now, and again, that 401k, which we'll we'll discuss later, um, you could do it pre-tax, and you could do it after-tax. So most employers today will offer a Roth 401k provision. So you have your pre-tax side of it, and you have your after-tax yeah. side of it. So, and that,
0: and maybe we do that on a future show. Yeah. is discuss the buckets to put it in. Yeah. You know, pre-tax, after-tax, Roth versus traditional versus, you know, you know, Jeff, I want to get into real estate, you know?
2: Yes. <laughs> and make that,
0: you know, hopefully my retirement fund. Yeah. So there are certain things out there, and maybe we just spend a whole show going over them and saying the pluses and the minuses and why you need to kind of divest and be in different exactly. buckets. Exactly. Yes. Uh, I guess my initial thought is, well, just in case one tanks, I'm still protective of Hypo- the other
2: Hypothetically, ones. that's that's the diversity. Um, but again, typically in today's market, we have the stock market down heavily. Bomb market's supposed to offset. Bond market went along with it. So yeah. in this environment, because it's, I won't say it's different, but it's just weird, um, everything is pretty much down.
0: Sure. Uh, well, let's talk about that. 636-394-5524. That's Jeff's phone number. Like I mm-hmm. always say, uh, capital Advisory Group, get a meeting on the calendar, and then when it comes up, go to it. Yes. And at least you'll be armed with some information. You know, I walk in and I say, hey, Jeff, here's my stuff, and you tell me a couple of things. I could walk out of there and say, you know, screw that guy. Yeah, or, you exactly. Know, well, he doesn't know what he's talking about. Or, exactly. he can only save me $1,200, and yeah. <laughs> I want to save, you know, $1,500. Yeah. It's up to you. To do yeah, with the information that you will, but you have to be armed with the information.
2: The knowledge to get to the next step.
0: And the fact of the matter is, unless you read the tax code yourself, you don't have that. You just don't yeah. know. Yeah. You just don't know. Uh, so put the, the, the meeting on the calendar. Go to the meeting, talk to Jeff, see what he has to say, and then make make him your mind up from there. Uh, 636-394-5524. Call the number now and just leave a voicemail. Yeah. Um, and just say, hey, I want more information or I want to schedule an appointment. Uh, we do it and we did our taxes and then we go and see you uh, just about every three months Yeah, just to kind of say,
2: uh, uh, hey, how's everything this going? This is where we're at. Here's an update. Here's the next step. All that good stuff.
0: And open enrollment's coming up. Yeah. And so my wife really needs to sit down and kind of go over and say, what can we do? What should we do? And I'm in a low interest something or other. What can I you know, start saving my yeah. money in to make a little bit better profit? So. Let's talk about the losses though. Yes, when you look at a stock in your portfolio and it is down, <laughs> Yes, what do I do?
2: So most people will open their statement, look at it, or don't even open their statements or even open the email if they have it uh, uh, paperless. Um, the concept is this is when you look at that, the question of the day, go back and look at your individual holdings. and it, when you get into like a regular common stock, when you buy a common stock, You should, when you get into it, have an exit strategy already put in play, which means, hey, if this thing goes up 15 percent, 20 percent, whatever, I'm out. I'll take my money and run. And if this thing drops by, you know, 10 percent, 5 percent, I'm out. But the problem is, is most people will ignore the losses and their attitude is, hey, it's going to come back around. And when it comes back up and I'm at break even, I'll sell it. There are stocks out there that may take it a long, long, long time to come back to break even. If they do, Mm -hmm. so that's the first step that you're looking at. So the question is: Is look at anything? If you look at your statement, you're down. One, don't panic, don't freak out. Yes, the market goes through these cycles; they'll go through it every 10 years. Um, But stop and look at your holdings and say, why did you buy that in the first place? Yeah, that's the question. Um, And then analyze it again and say, hey, would I buy that same stock or that same mutual fund or that same ETF today? Even though it's down, take that out of the equation, would you still buy it? And if the question is no, sell it.
0: Just get rid of it. Get rid of
2: it. I mean, don't ever be emotionally attached because the math on some of these calculations, and most people do not take this into consideration, they're like, oh, it went down 10%. Um, what's it take for that to break even? It takes a lot more than 10%. Oh, yeah. Nobody pays attention to that. Right. So they're like, oh, it'll come back. So there's stocks that are down 28, 30, 35, 40 as we sit today. What's it take for that stock to come back? It might take a 50, 55% rate of return. Could it do it?
0: And is that going to happen? Depends. And when <laughs> will
2: that happen? That's what you're looking at. Yeah. And so, the, the, again, the theory on it is this, is, and again, from a this is something that you do. It's called tax lot trading that you do towards the end of the year, and basically you would sell losers. Um, the key is you cannot repurchase that same stock for thirty one days. You have to sit on the sidelines and wait. Otherwise, your your basis reverts back to where you started. Mm-hmm. So if you have a stock that's in a loss mode, um, markets they, they jumped a little bit the other day, um, might be short lived, but again you could sell it register the loss, take a capital loss on your tax return, and this only happens in brokerage accounts, taxable brokerage accounts, um, repurchase that security 31 days later at a lower price.
0: So we, you always say this when it comes to our finances and where we're putting our money, Uh, You always say, what is the purpose of that money? If I had, I told you, I said, we got $30,000 sitting in a checking account. Mm -hmm. We got a windfall here. We got an inheritance there. Um, And you said, well, what is the purpose of that money? Are you wanting to keep it for peace of mind, just in case Mm -hmm. the roof blows off in that storm? (laughs) Do you want to invest it? Do you want it to make money? Would you rather, you know, have security or, or do you want to do high risk? What is the purpose of your money? And I guess when it comes to our portfolio when we open up and we see a stock with with major losses, what is the purpose of that stock? Exactly. Why did we buy
2: that? Why in did the you first buy it place? in the first place?
0: Answer that question. And then the second part is would you buy it again? If exactly. It, at this Sitting price right now. today, right now today, would,
2: you, re- would which, you purchase it? Yeah.
0: Do you believe in it? Yes. Would you purchase this? That's
2: it. Well, no. You know. <laughs> uh, it's like, and you know. sell it and run. Take, look. take all the motion out of the equation. Yeah, I'm looking at my fantasy team right now. Like, oh, my <laughs> gosh. I got Kyle Pitts, you <laughs> know.
0: He's, he's terrible. Yep. He's not. You know, I drafted him high. And yeah. Would you draft him again? It's the same. Absolutely not.
2: Exactly. So, yeah. why
0: are you doing this exactly. with your... Yeah. yeah.
2: So, sell it, reset the deck. And there, there's an old saying in the, in the business that basically says, cut your losses and let your profits run. So, what it's saying is, sell losers, keep the winners. Hmm. So, if it's something that's in that portfolio, now stocks go up, stocks go down. So, when I say that, the losses, you could have a loser in your portfolio today, but it's still a good stock because it's just getting sucked down by the general markets. It will come back to life at a later date. So yeah. that's the question. So, again, most people avoid selling a loser and their attitude. every we hear it day in, day out. And that is, oh, well, we'll you know, it'll, we'll wait for it to come back to break. Even. And then I'll sell it. Yeah. Time value of money will tell you otherwise.
0: You know, I tried to do that one time. Um, what was it? Uh, uh, some stock. I won't even mention the name. But I was like, well, once it gets to hundred, then I'll sell. Then it. Then I'll sell it, yeah. And, and then it never got there, yeah. and it tanked. Mm-hmm. And I would have made some good money, yeah. You know, sell it, reset the deck, and go on. So what's the difference if it's ninety nine versus a hundred? Exactly. You know, it's a dollar a share. Yep. Well, and then I lost a bunch of money. <laughs> on it. So you know, I hate to think of it like that, but you can't be emotional.
2: Right? Cannot. You cannot take emotions into this. You have to look at it from a, I say, a mathematical. Or why did you buy that in the first place? Do, do you is it living up to those expectations? Is it not? Is it a far cry from where it should be?
0: Would you buy it again? And would you
2: buy it again is the question. And if you answer that yes, then sit tight. Answer it and be honest. Yeah. Be I honest mean, with yourself. And don't kid yourself. Um, if take you, Take the capital loss. Yeah. Take it and run. So again, that's tax lot trading. So sometimes you could sell losers and winners. So when you're in the long-term capital gain or short-term capital gain arena, if you generate a long-term capital gain, a capital loss offsets that. So if you have winners and losers within your portfolio, you sit down and you, tr- you tax lot trade against one another to hypothetically produce a net zero. So you do not create taxes, but you have the ability to reset the deck going yep. forward.
0: And I got to imagine that, you know, I can sit down and try to do this, but I would start getting lost in the math
2: yeah. <laughs> uh, and
0: the percentages. And like you said, a you know, the percentages sometimes will lie to you. Exactly. When it comes to real life money.
2: Don't don't. And don't. I mean, you know, you could be down 15 percent, but it's a hundred dollar investment. So what? Yeah. You know, if, you, if you're down 15% on a $100,000 investment... That's a
0: little different story.
2: ...need to kind of analyze that.
0: Right. So how many times do people come into you and you open up their brokerage account and you have to, to wring their arm and say, you, sh- you need to cut bait?
2: Yeah. Most people will not. Yeah. Because they, 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 one, they don't know what to do. Where, where do you go? But I mean, right now you literally could go sit. There's money markets paying two and a quarter to, to sit on the sidelines. Um, there's, uh, the I bonds, which we'll get into money
0: markets at two and a quarter. Yeah. And, and you told in me brokerage
2: accounts. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And classically, traditionally money markets, uh,
2: terrible, terrible, terrible but rate of return. We've had five rate hikes in the last, well, this year, five going on six, yeah. possibly a seven for the year. Um, so everything is out of proportion. So
0: back in the day, I would have made a half a percent on yeah. the money market account. Today, you you're say, sitting
2: at two and a quarter on a yeah. brokerage account. Just sitting in a regular and it's uh, safe.
0: Yeah, it's one of the safest things out there.
2: Hypothetically, a dollar equals a share.
0: Yeah, and that's it. So uh, the the rules have changed. You know, it's, things yeah. aren't aren't the same as it yes. was when you know your grandpa was doing things. Yeah. Uh, and part of that is due to inflation. We'll talk about that in just a second. Uh, and the I-bonds. Here is a great <laughs> idea. and It's not even something that Jeff can do for you because it's it's a deal that you're making with the federal government. Federal government, yes. So we'll tell you about I-bonds in the next segment. It's Keep What's Yours with Jeff Zufall. You like what you hear. You say, hey, I kind of want somebody to look at my stuff right now. Hey, I can't bring myself to cut <laughs> Stock and 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 run and cut and run and, and you know it's sits that stock and it was uh, you know traditionally that's where grandpa worked or whatever and you know I kind of look at it and think of grandpa but
2: it's your money if it's not performing you gotta it. exactly you Reset gotta set the deck and again you don't want to do this by a knee jerk reaction where you open your 401 k statement and go. Oh my gosh! I'm down, you know, 25. That's that's the market right now. Yeah, it's and you're no different than anybody else out there. Everybody got hit.
0: And it only uh, it only works in a brokerage account
2: from a tax lot trading yeah. standpoint. Only works in a brokerage account. But to analyze to analyze your holdings within a 401k, go why would I buy this mutual fund? Yeah, same idea. You know, uh, I but mean, when it comes, the, to, yeah. the answer might be because it's the only one in that category. Okay, fair enough. Um, but it also could say, hey, there's three of them. But why would you buy that one?
0: Yeah. You know. So take a look at your stuff. And if you say, you know, this is interesting and, and I'm trying to do the math here and you're like me and you get halfway through it and you're like, I'm, I am I, think I made a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think I made a math mistake or I think I made a stock mistake. Yes. Uh, you can give Jeff Zufall a call. 636-394-5524. Capital Advisory GRP. Com. Jeff Zufall is the Senior Tax Strategist and Wealth Advisor with Capital Advisory Group. It's Keep What's Yours on the Big 550 KTRS. We'll come back and give you the latest on inflation.
1: Keep What's Yours continues with Josh Gilbert and Jeff Zufall.
0: 550 KTRS, keep what's yours with Jeff Zufall. 636 394 5524. That's the phone number to call. And you can have Jeff take a look at your tax returns. You can have him take a look at your paycheck stub. And you can say, I need to keep a little bit more of my money. Do do what you did for Josh, but for me. (laughs) The Josh
2: plan. (laughs) The
0: Josh plan. Or, you know, if you've got medical bill. We haven't even talked about the medical bills. You know that every year you pay X amount of money in medical bills. Start socking it away into a tax is it tax-free, tax-deferred? Tax,
2: tax... It's tax-deferred or tax-deductible going in, tax-free when you use it to pay for medical expenses.
0: So before the government taxes it, it goes into an account, and you can pay directly your medical bills yes. with that. And essentially, whatever your tax rate is, 24%, yeah. you're saving 24% on so your there's, medical bills. So there's
2: HRAs, which is what you guys have, which is a version of what you have in a sense. Um, and then there's HSAs. And most people get them confused. And they're like, oh, I don't want to do that because it's a use it or lose it scenario. An HSA basically will file you for the rest of your life. Yeah. So if you put money into it, it's, it's used to pay higher you know, medical expense. It has a high deductible plan. Um, but typically the key to it is, is even if you rack up a ton of money in your HSA and you really don't use it, you took a tax deduction for it, and, you, and it files you the rest of your life. Key is when you go on Medicare... You can use premiums, or you can use the premiums that you would pay Medicare. You could use that from your HSA, Mm -hmm. so it's it's perfect for that scenario.
0: Theoretically, we are all going to have
2: medical bills. The older we get, typically the older we get, the higher they go. Yeah. Um, So uh, very, I mean, you're lucky if you can make it to that and not really have medical issues. it would be kind of nice, but the but it, majority of population's population is not going to go down that path. Right. And, so.
0: and it, it, it's at least something to look into. Yeah. You know, because if you can save 25% of your money. Yeah. Keep it. You know, you're already going to pay those bills anyway. You're already going to pay for the school anyway. Yeah. So, so let the government
2: yep. exactly. let them kick in
0: a quarter of it. Yeah. So that's, that's basically how it works. And if you say, well, how does that work again? Call Jeff. Exactly. <laughs> 636-394-5524. He walked us through it. I feel like an expert now. I'm yep. shouting at people, strangers <laughs> on the street, have you guys got an FSA? Did you yeah. do an HSA? Hey, yeah. at, you know, at the Walgreens. They're hey. like,
2: it's Josh, run. <laughs> yeah.
0: Are you paying every month for that? You should do an HSA. You know, the guy giving out tax advice for yeah. free.
2: Standing in front of Walgreens. <laughs> right.
0: Looking like me. You know. uh, <clears throat> the cops show up. <laughs> Inflation. Yes. What are the latest numbers?
2: So unfortunately, our inflation it's it's down just a touch from our high, but we're still 8.2 for the month of September. Um, it's not going away. Fed's raised interest rates five times. They've barely put a dead end to it. You've heard the uh, you know the the inflation's at its highest point and it's now stabilized. Not necessarily true going forward. Not an economist. But looking at what's taken place, it's going to take a while for it to go away. Yeah. It just isn't, they're not going to raise rates and poof, it goes away and you don't have to worry about it.
0: And I, I truly think, you know, and maybe economists years from now will win Nobel Prizes because they, they've looked into what's happening to us right now yes. <laughs> and figure it out. Those, those Nobel Prizes just handed out this week. Uh, but I truly think that there are, are companies, corporations, landlords, uh, everyone car dealerships everyone out there saying, well, they raised
2: their prices, so exactly. we're going to do it too. So the companies and the in that concept. Not because
0: the, the supply chain charges us more well, not because this, not because that, but if they're raising their prices, we want to raise We can our, too. Yeah. yeah.
2: So but again, you got to look at this one and I, and, and you never want to say it's different. I mean, seriously, because they're all the same. But in this arena, there's been a uh, we had COVID. Two years. Yeah. Um, if you were a widget factory manufacturer and you saw your supply chain increase go up by thirty cents, you went by seventy cents. Yep. Um, and and it's pre-built in. That's why inflation is as heavy as it what it is. Gas
0: today. is up because of everything that's going on in Ukraine and yeah, maybe I mean, even wheat prices. Are wheat higher. prices are
2: bizarre. But but again, they say, how do you get it under control in a sense? And the Federal Reserve comes in. Sometimes they got to go sideways, which is what they're starting to do now. They realize that just raising rates isn't going to fix it, yeah. um, so they go a little sideways. But some of the things out there, some of the metrics, um, you know, we're still hitting our highs on the inflation. Fed it meets November. I think it's November second is when they actually meet. There's discussion of three quarters of a point rate again hike. Um, they meet in December as the end of the year hypothetically another half point possibly in December um, so you know basically but here's the funny part is the monthly change in prices is what's got some of these economists freaked out um, it went up and, and these are minimal factors uh, four tenths of one percent in August okay um, that's double what the economist expected and you go ooh I mean that's it was supposed to be two tenths and it went up by four tenths yeah that's huge. I mean, huge. Yeah. It, you don't really see every day, but it does equate back to higher yeah. inflation.
0: Uh, you know, and you say, four-tenths, it's getting <sighs> worse. Yes. Yeah. As so. we
2: go. Um, oh,
0: by only four-tenths, <laughs> well, that's that's still quite a <laughs> it bit. It adds up. Yeah. Um,
2: so rents are now climbing sharper than what they expected. Yeah, I, um, I, people are telling me that yeah.
0: rent is crazy yeah. right now.
2: So 7.2% through the year September. Um, you're seeing, like you were talking about, other services are co- becoming more costly, pet care, dentists, you know, you name it. And it's starting to worry the economists because they're starting to see just across the board, everything is stepping up. Um, cars. So I haven't bought a car in a year and a half because I, I don't uh, yeah. like the prices. I have because um, I needed one. <laughs> I'm hoping mine hangs on. Um, but, again, it was supposed to kind of deflate a little bit in the car arena. It's not going anywhere. Prices are still up there. Used cars are through the roof. Um, if you went on, you know, Kelly Blue Book, typed in the car you're driving today, you'll be like, wow, this car is worth, you know, five grand more than what I paid for it two right. years ago. That's welcome to inflation. That's it. Gosh. Um, Brave new world. Yeah. Who would um, have ever predicted that? Yeah. So, again, that's where we sit. It's something to worry about. <laughs> I say that seriously um, because it is an issue going far. But that's what the Fed is attempting to do. And, again, I won't say that our situation is like it was in the 70s in the early 80s where they just raised rates to an astronomical level and it knocked it right out of the park. There's a little bit more behind the scenes taking place, um, money supply issues, and I won't even bore everybody with that, but yeah. that's where we're at today.
0: So and when I look at things to do, you started talking about this um, a couple of months ago, uh,
2: I-bonds. Yes. So that's a place you can go. It's only that, that I'm aware of um, that you can actually go make good money. <laughs> and, and this
0: is, uh, you know, it's normally when times are normal and there isn't crazy inflation, I-bonds are, are terrible, terrible, to, terrible
2: the, to the real world. I to, mean, just right. that they're, they're not making any money and you could beat it in the open market. Today, it's done a 360. The, the um, fact
0: that inflation is through the roof, an yes. I-bond rate of return is currently...
2: 9.62%.
0: And that is, uh, if correct me if I'm wrong, you put your money into an I-bond, and if you wait a year and a day mm-hmm. to cash it in, you can get a rate of return at six uh, nine 9.62%. 6.2. Yes, You have to wait. If you I take wait. it out yeah. early, you don't get There's it.
2: There's only two things that can go wrong in the bond is, one, if you cash out... Early. Early, are 30 years. Oh. So these I-bonds run 30 years. So if inflation, and I hope inflation doesn't hang around for 30 years or we're all in trouble. Right. Um, but the theory on it is you can pull your money at any point in time. And and again, if, say, five years from now where the Feds get inflation under control and it comes back down to, th- I mean, the, the Fed's target is 2%, 2.5% on inflation. So it's way out of the ballpark right now. But if they could get it back down to that 2% target or 2.5% target, um, you don't want an I-bond. Yeah. You want to go back into the market. But here's a place, because like in the uh, regular bond today, um, if you have any corporate bonds out there, um, if you look at your performance, um, your yield is way higher than what it was a year ago. The problem is, is you gave that yield back in loss or performance decline. You're down 12% on average. Yeah. So here's your alternative
0: the so the the only issue you can only put in ten thousand grand a year ten grand max yes. and you say well why hasn't my money guy told me about this why is it the first time I'm hearing about this is from Jeff Zufall on keep what's yours it's because this is a deal you make with directly with the, the federal US government. government yes you don't get a commission on it nope. the money guys don't get a commission on it you can't even you know you could probably help us facilitate it but I'm on my own
2: you have to go online establish an account send money I think you have to for October. You have to have your your account opened and your money there by the twenty eighth to have it issued because yeah. they will revamp the interest rate on it. Um, I think it's the first of November. I believe mm-hmm. is when it does. So it, it's it, they've, there's a whole different chart running out there, but the the running average is 9.62%.
0: And the money guys, your money managers don't make interest or a yeah. percentage on it, so you know, why tell people? Nobody's going
2: to say a word. But so. here's the joke that everybody laughs at to a degree. It's backed by the full faith and credit of the US government. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> so they probably I, said that before. They said it they've said it for years. That's yeah. the dollar the same thing, you know, any yeah. any court any uh, uh, government bonds, you know, backed by the full faith and credit.
0: So if you're interested in a, in a 9.62 rate of return, yeah. look into an I bond. Yes. But that's you got to do that all on your own. Yeah. You can't got to do it on your own.
2: You right. got to go sign up, you send your money in, but it's 10,000, um 20,000 per married couple, um, but 10,000 per person per
0: how, year. How about that? Calendar year. Calendar year. Uh, We've got a lot more to talk about, but we're running out of time here. October is financial planning month. If you sit down with your spouse or you're unmarried, you're by yourself, you sit down and you say, I need to get a plan in
2: place. Well, create one. Exactly. The, The plan could be as simple as a budget. You would be stunned on the number of people that we throw this at and say, hey, do you have a budget? And they look at you and smile. They won't say yes or no. But they don't have a budget. They yeah. have kind of an approximation on what they spend. But if we say, write us a budget, they literally will take a pad of paper and write, well, I think I spend $100 a month for you know electric. And it's not I think. It's what did you spend? Yeah. So the key to it is go back over three different months. Um, it doesn't have to be the same year. I
0: mean, my the, the streaming services – Exactly. That I'm paying for. I don't even know at this point which What you pay for.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Um, I realize that, and again, I kind of did it um, for us personally. Um, we have a charter landline that we pay $20 a month for, $22 a month for. I don't think I've heard my home phone ring. <laughs> I don't even know if it's hooked up. Is it even plugged in? <laughs> I don't know. At this point. But I pay 20 or 22 bucks a month for that. So
0: I'm going to call your wife and I'm going to say, where's (laughs) the phone in the house? And she we don't have a phone. I think one of the
2: grandkids found it one time and you could hear the dial tone going. But yeah, um, well, you're paying for it. But back in the day, the kid, all my kids would walk by and go, hey, your phone's ringing. And we're like, well, answer it. And they're like, it's not for me. Yeah, it's not my phone. You know,
0: I I yelled at my parents for that. I said, why do you still have a landline? Exactly. It's insane. But But 20 bucks a month,
2: 20 bucks a month. Um, so, there's, that's the stuff that you're looking for as you dig through this. So, you take statements. Take a month. Take an entire month. Look at credit card statements. Look at debit card statements, um, bank statements, checks you've written, cash that you've spent, um, and scribble it on a piece of paper. And it's not, I guess I spent or I think I spent $100 for a Let's electric. find uh, is, is it, it 100? 5 or was it 5 Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Add it up. Go two months. So, we're sitting this month. We're in October. Go to June and do this exact same steps or process in June. Round it all up. Write down on a piece of paper. Go back to January. Um, do the same thing. Or take it like Christmas. You know, yeah, all Christmas presents or whatever the case may be. You exclude it, but it's part of that calculation. Scribble it out. You'll be amazed at what you see. Yeah. Because we got people going. Oh, yeah, I could live. You know, I can get. A, I can survive on twenty three hundred dollars a month. We're like, no, you can't. It's impossible.
0: Yeah. <laughs> And well, and that's one of the things. It's like uh, twenty bucks a month for the phone, exactly. uh, which we could kill, yeah. and five ninety nine for that Apple TV that we signed up for, but we never watch. We didn't even know we had it. Uh, you know, maybe find two or three other things like that. Nine
2: ninety nine for Apple Music. I realized yeah. I've had that. I do listen to it, but <laughs>
0: right. But you know, you might find that you're bleeding a hundred bucks a month on stuff Just, that you don't even use. Yeah, and that's twelve hundred bucks by the end of the year. Exactly. It's a th- over $1,000 that you just yes.
2: kept. That's, ex- that's it. <laughs>
0: Keep what's yours. The book. If you want a copy of the book for free, go to the website, yes. capitaladvisorygrp.com. There's a button that says, give me
2: my book. Or shoot us an email. We'll ship one over to you.
0: So send them an email. Jeff Zufall, Senior Tax Strategist and Wealth Advisor with Capital Advisory Group. Here's the tip of the day. Number one. Can you make peace with your losses? Why would you buy that <laughs> stock, and would you buy it again now, yes. today, if the answer is no, then sell it and sell take it. the capital loss? Yes. Sit down and make a budget. Mm-hmm. Sit down and it's make a budget. Simple. It's that simple. Find out, you know, even, well, I don't want to know. Why not?
2: Yes, you do want to know.
1: You do <laughs> want to know.
0: You do want to know, because you can keep some more of your money. And then finally, go to the website, capitaladvisorygrp.com, and get your free Book. It's a little handy-dandy thing. I can fit it in my back pocket. I can thumb through it and read a couple pages and say, well, that kind of pertains to me. Or, hey, let me dog ear this. Yeah.
2: or it's not even close. Yeah, it's not even close.
0: <laughs> uh, let me dog ear this page and go in and see Jeff and just say, how can you implement this into my tax exactly. you know, uh, situation? Mm-hmm. Everyone's tax situation is different. How, But the mechanisms out there.
2: It, 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 and again the joke everybody's a snowflake you think that everybody's the same but at the end of the day they're really not yeah everybody's got their little quirks (laughs) what
0: works for me might not work for you but you might have something out there that i can't take advantage of. exactly so just at least get a a a free consultation find out what your options are and then if you want to move forward with jeff obviously he could be uh for you what he is to me somebody i see every three months yes well, I see you every week. Well, yeah, but my wife sees you every <laughs> yeah, three months. Every three months, yeah. And we go over and <laughs> say what what kind of adjustments should we make so we can keep a little bit more of what's ours. 636-394-5524. Jeff sufall thank you so much.
1: You betcha. Thank you. You've been listening to Keep What's Yours with Josh Gilbert and Jeff Zufall, Senior Tax Strategist and Wealth Manager at Capital Advisory Group. To learn more, call 636-394-5524 or visit CapitalAdvisoryGRP.com.